Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday, and I mean that in such a big way this week. Normally, you know, loving uh, work week and everything. Had a couple bumps this week. Just, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, welcome to Friday. We have a lot to get to, including uh, Joe Biden and UFOs. I just so messed up. Joe Biden uh, and UFOs, shooting down UFOs, some... uh, some unbelievable uh, incidents of what is probably the worst incompetence you could possibly imagine. It's like they took the script from Parks and Recreation and they made it into a presidency. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, and then also the East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, just ditto on the last thing that I just said. Uh, <laughs> an update on Don Lemon. Don Lemon, by the way, uh, not on CNN this morning. I guess they gave him the day off because the women who he co-hosts the show with both wanted to strangle him. So there, there's that, among other things. But today is a, uh, a sad and auspicious occasion. On this day, two years ago, the greatest voice in the history of radio passed away. Two years ago, a man who changed the world, not just broadcasting, but thought with regard to conservatism, with, uh, well, the reason why you and I are, uh, for instance, going to talk about conservative ideas today, you can thank this man, Mr. Rush Limbaugh. I wrote this back in the 90s. Thank the Lord, bless the Lord, bless 
I like to say that uh, I walk in his footsteps, but no one will ever fill his shoes. And that's just true. I mean, that's just true. Uh, a true uh, beyond pioneer. I mean, there's never going to be another talk show host who will sit down to dinner with uh, Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher, figuratively, and, uh, and change the world. And I would venture to say that Rush Limbaugh uh, was very instrumental in a number of things, including Democrats being voted out of power, both side, losing both houses of Congress in 1994. I remember it. And I believe that Rush Limbaugh had a lot to do with that. He changed it. He changed everything. Democrats have been in charge of Congress for 40 years. And Rush Limbaugh turned it around. And, you know, uh, right now we are in, a, in an existential battle uh, with regard to good and evil in this country. And I think uh, that we have to pick up the... Uh, we have to pick up what Rush Limbaugh gave us and uh, and keep fighting. That's what we got to do. So what do you got to do? So uh, welcome to the show. Glad to have it. I've got a few other things I'm going to share with you from uh, from Rush and from uh, my experience working for the Rush Limbaugh radio program to celebrate his life today. Because you know, there's a lot of other things to be uh, you know bummed out, concerned about. Uh, yesterday, I, I and then just throwing this out there because uh, Bruce Willis, uh, just um, one of my uh, all time favorite actors, uh, Die Hard, my one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, also a conservative, by the way. Uh, he, unfortunately, has uh, irreversible dementia. And uh, my thoughts and my prayers have been with him. And I was, I was bummed out about that yesterday afternoon. Because, uh, you know, just uh, some great movies. I mean, just did some great movies. And he seemed like a pretty cool dude. Uh, a couple of other things you need to know about, including, I don't know if you knew this, but John Fetterman. He is a senator. And he is in Washington, D.C. And he had a severe stroke about a year ago. And the mainstream news media decided to ignore it, act like it was no big deal. They even started early voting in Pennsylvania before a debate had started. So nobody could really see it. The media didn't really cover John Fetterman's uh, uh, debilitative stroke. And uh, when they did, they made a joke out of it, didn't think it was a really big deal. And he went on to Washington, D.C. And last week, he's in Washington, D.C., a senator, one of 100 that represents people in Pennsylvania and around the country. And uh, what happens? Well, he, uh, he's feeling lightheaded and he goes to the hospital. And, uh, and I'll tell you, I'm, I pray for uh, John Fetterman. I don't appreciate his politics, but any human being who suffered like this, I, uh, I, you know, I wish him the very best. It's got to be terrifying for somebody who's 50, what, 51, 52 years old. Um, and then we find out that he checked himself in for, um, into Walter Reed for clinical depression. So that, in case you didn't realize, is, uh, is um, uh, committing yourself to uh, an institution for medical health or mental health. All right. Uh, that's a senator of the United States. This is what happens when the media lies to you. All right. This is what happens when the media carries a party, the party's water. Uh, and this is a damn shame that this man who should not, he should only be focused at home on his recovery. I know this. I had a heart attack when I was 32 years old. I had strep throat, threw a clot, scared the crap out of me. And I started walking one mile an hour on a treadmill and I carried in my pocket for a year nitroglycerin. And this man went to Washington, D.C. to be a senator, even though the damage from the stroke causes him not to be able to understand speech. So this is what the media rot with their uh, ignorance and with their party pol partisan politics. The people in Pennsylvania now have a senator who is infirmed in a mental hospital. There you go. But that's okay, because you know what? 
yesterday, the uh, President of the United States, he went and got his uh, his annual physical, and the doctor said that he is a vigorous 107-year-old man. He is as healthy as a 107-year-old man can be. And that's when somebody said, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's only 80. Oh. Oh, he's, okay, well, um, yes, he's a vigorous um, 80-year-old man. Yeah. Uh, Physician to the President Kevin O'Connor has described President Joe Biden as healthy and vigorous in a memo about Biden's health. Uh, He didn't get a mental cognition test. By the way, that didn't uh, come up, I guess, because, you know, know, the media and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, President Biden remains a healthy, vigorous 80-year-old male. (laughs) This is, and you know, God bless them. I mean, I, I want to live to be 80. I'd like to be, live to be 90 if I can be healthy and, you know, maybe even beyond. Who the heck knows? Maybe they'll figure out aging before I uh, get really super old. President Biden remains a healthy, vigorous 80 year old male who is fit to uh, successfully execute the duties of uh, the presidency to include those as chief executive, head of state, and commander in chief. Doesn't he just sound like that guy from uh, the wonderful Wizard of Oz when he was uh, given the cowardly lion his crown? Kind of, it kind of reminds me of that scene a little bit there, you know, with, He's uh, the king of the Judah. So anyway, yeah, the president is uh, perfectly healthy and uh, and he's perfectly fine for a hundred an eighty eighty year old man. And here is Corinne Jean Pierre yesterday because you can trust everything that the White House says and the presidential doctor and Corinne Jean Pierre talking about the president and his his very vigorous schedule. And this is a president that works day in and day out. Uh, you know, in a in a grueling fashion, in a gruel with a grueling. At half of his weekends uh, out of town, actually, in his one of his vacation homes, looking at uh, classified documents, or I mean, just uh, relaxing. Schedule and delivers. And let's not forget, it is interesting that we get this question about this president, who has had one of the most historical uh, presidency in his. Oh yes, it is. It it's very definitely historical. First two years than any other president. Only- and you can trust Corinne Jean-Pierre because he, she says, he, she, she, stop, stop. That was a slip. She says that he is a great communicator, too. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Example. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, uh, anyway. 107. From, 80. from, uh, uh, yeah. Char- excuse me, from Charlotte. One, another line going from um, Florida down to Tampa. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. But his body's doing great. He has uh, AFib with normal ventricle response, hyperlipidemia, gastrointestinal uh, reflux. I got that, but I stopped drinking and it went away. It's really weird. It's really seasonal allergies. I got them, but I have an Eden Pure air filter in my studio now. I don't have them anymore. Uh, let me see what else. Sorry, that was a little uh, plug. Um, spinal arthritis and mild sensory peripheral neuropathy in the feet. Other than that, he is just great except for his brain thing. That's uh, the only thing put him in, uh, problem here is the brain put, thing, I guess. The idea that... Yeah. Um, uh, shoe, hat, airplane. Los Angeles what? and... Uh, and uh, um, uh, and, uh, um, what am I doing here? The thing and the thing there. For two reasons. Gah. One, two... Oh no, no! But other than that, he's uh, he's perfectly we fine. We haven't been and, able uh, to. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. Mm. 
And to uh, add weirdness to uh, everything, uh, he said there's no evidence that the, the three shot down UFOs were Chinese and were likely from private companies. Here is the president, the, the prezi of the United States, talking about the UFOs that we uh, shot down. They were completely harmless, even though we we scrambled fighter jets to fire full four hundred thousand dollar missiles at them. Last week, yeah. in the immediate Let's aftermath of the quick. incursion by China's high-altitude balloon, incursion. our military, through the North American Aerospace Defense Command, Followed so called Nor- NORAD, yeah. tracked three unidentified objects, we need some music. one there in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron in the Midwest. That's better. At their recommendation, I gave the order to take down these three objects due to hazards to civilian commercial air traffic yeah. and because we could not rule out the surveillance risk of sensitive facilities. Our military and the Canadian military are yeah. seeking to recover the debris so we can learn more about these three objects. Mm-hmm. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program okay. or that they were surveillance vehicles from other any other country. But they they uh, scrambled fighter jets to uh, shoot them down. And then, of course, the president was confronted about, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, all the money that's gone to the Penn Biden Center and the Biden family from the Chinese Communist Party. And he didn't want to answer those questions. Sir, there's been criticism. There's been criticism that this was. There's been criticism that this. Sir, Mr. President, Mr. President, there has been criticism. Mr. President, there has been criticism that this was an overreaction that was done because of political pressure. You come my office and ask the question. We have more polite people. Mr. President, why have you chosen Poland for your trip to mark anniversary of the war? And what's your message? What? Wow, that is not love I'm hearing from the uh, media there. That's uh, remember two years ago, just two years ago, summer they just all asked him about his favorite ice cream co- uh, flavor. Remember that? It was like, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. Are you trying? Uh, is that chocolate chip ice cream? No, it's chocolate chocolate chip. Oh, all hail the great leader! He has chosen the flavor that is the only one that we will make available to the public because the dear leader likes the chocolate chocolate chip. Ah, the dear leader. Now we have uh, lots of. Uh, Lots of audio, lots of stories with regard to uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Pete Buttigieg has not made an appearance there. They did some, him send some lackey to East uh, Palestine, Ohio, and they were so terrified of all the MAGA fascists, I mean the uh, residents of, uh, of East Palestine, that uh, the, the uh, <laughs> FEMA and the federal agencies didn't show up because they were scared. They were scared, I guess. So anyway, uh, all of that is coming up on this Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. We'll be back in a second. He's the best thing to come out of Iowa since Superman and Captain Kirk. It's the Rob Carson Show. Wow, I got to tell you. Um, and I have this expression, it's called don't catch the stupid. And uh, I, I brought it up because... Uh, I couldn't believe all the nonsense surrounding COVID and, uh, you know, like wearing a mask will uh, prevent the deadliest virus ever. The pandemic that should require you to wear a hazmat suit like Dustin Hoffman in uh, Outbreak. But uh, for some reason, uh, people in power didn't need to wear them like Anthony Fauci and Nancy Pelosi, but the rest of us had to. And I was thinking, you know, I mean, uh, wearing a cloth mask to prevent the deadliest pandemic in the history of mankind would be like wearing a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. Uh, And then it just got worse. And then it just got uh, more stupid, not stupider. 
more stupid and uh, and I mean on everything on everything the uh, the response to the East Palestine railroad uh, disaster which Pete Buttigieg says happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> to the UFO shooting down in the whole deal. So uh, Joe Biden, he said that there was no evidence that three uh, shot down UFOs over uh, were Chinese. They they belonged to private companies. So this, I mean, it, it's pretty bad when you are so willing to uh, uh, cover up a story or whatever that you will humiliate yourself. You know, when you're, I don't even know what, at this point, I, I don't even know what's going on because only somebody this un, just incompetent unhinged could shoot down what the, what many are considering apparently a, a a a balloon put together by an Illinois hobby group i'm going to share that in a second but first i want to hear um, i'm sure you're waiting to hear kamala harris's um take on uh, why this happened so here is uh, kamala harris on msnbc be careful because you will lose a, a couple of iq points by listening to this He's reached out to china saying he expects to so- talk to president xi they have said today that it was accidental, that we're overreacting, uh, that there can't be this kind of dialogue given our reaction, or there shouldn't be this kind of dialogue. We will maintain the perspective yeah. that we have in terms of what should be the relationship between China and the United States. Uh, that is not going to change, but surely and certainly that balloon was not helpful, which is why we shot it down. Yeah, there you go. This is the reason why, because that's why they shot it down in the whole deal and the shot. In the... Okay, sure, whatever. Well, that certainly helped. That certainly helped uh, a whole bunch. Now, here's the... <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I don't know. You might want to sit down if you haven't heard the story. Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade <laughs> reported one of its balloons missing in action around the same time location jets down an object over Alaska. It's now suspected the object shot down using a $400,000 Sidewinder missile may have been the group's balloon. Hobby balloons cost as little as $12 and can carry devices that transmit their location. The Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, the old NIBBB, which you got to watch those uh, those guys, reported one of its balloons missing in action around the same location at the same time. The U.S. Air Force jet down an unidentified object near Alaska. I'm just going to tell all you uh, model airplane enthusiasts: be careful, be careful. Or if you got one of those uh, rocket kits, you know that you like to maybe even a bottle rocket. I, I swear to God, right now uh, I'd be careful with a bottle rocket. You might just have a four hundred thousand dollar sidewinder missile fired at it. So anyway, he said it's uh, the the KYO balloon last reported its location shortly between one a.m. GMT. On Saturday, near the coast of uh, southwest Alaska, later on Saturday, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau declared an unidentified unidentified object was downed over Canada's Yukon Territory. Modeling shared by the NIBBB shows its balloon was headed in the direction of Yukon before it vanished and opens up the possibility it was one of the suspicious objects shot down by the president. Well, thank God they scrambled that $60 million fighter to fire that $400,000 
missile. Now, apparently, these uh, balloons that these uh, hobbyists release, they float undamaged for a while. This one had been airborne for 123 days and 18 hours before it stopped reporting. It had circled the globe a number of times. It really had. It, it, and by the way, the balloon is about $12. And, uh, and there's a matching metallic description of the Yukon object. And these can endure long periods of time at high altitudes. The Yukon balloon was at an altitude of about, well, just shy of 40,000 feet. And if I'm not mistaken, the other day, John Kirby said, that uh, they shot down something above the, <laughs> the Yukon Territory at 40,000 feet. My God, these people are in charge of the country. <sighs> Here's the real stupid. The White House has announced it's putting together a new UFO task force to study the potential security risks posed by new airborne objects detected in U.S. airspace. Uh, maybe, who knows, maybe Kamala Harris will be the, uh, the airhead, I mean the uh, balloon czar. So anyway, it's got to be uh, put together by uh, uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and experts from the Pentagon who uh, shot down a, it looks like a hobbyist balloon with a $400,000 missile. All right, on the ground in Pennsylvania near the Ohio border, Doug Mastriano ran for governor, should be the governor of Pennsylvania. They'd be handling it up better. He's going to join us next live on scene near East Palestine. Stick around. Hey guys, it's Carson. Are you looking to protect your money from Biden's America? Yeah, me too. Well, right now you can get up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last just by taking action in today's uncertain times. That's exactly why I partnered with a great company, Gold Co. So you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. Gold Co. is a six-time, 5,000 winner, 2022 Company of the Year with thousands of five-star reviews and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. If you call them today, qualified callers get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Don't pass this up. Not while companies are laying off workers by tens of thousands and Chinese spy balloons are drifting over our country consequence-free. Protect yourself from Biden's America and see if you're eligible for up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. Here's the number, 855-735-3740. That's 855-735-3740 for Gold Co. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Rob Carson show, and without further ado, I want to introduce a gentleman who is a state senator in the state of Pennsylvania, ran for governor uh, in the state of Pennsylvania. Friend of the show, Doug Mastriano, is on the Newsmax hotline. Hello there, Doug. How you doing today, sir? Thanks for having me on, Rob, and uh, I appreciate you giving some coverage to this since most of the media is not talking about it. So obviously our focus, uh, for me, since I'm the chair of the Veterans Affairs and Emergency Services Committee, my focus is finding out uh, the effects and the results and the response and what we need to do to those uh, affected by the derailment across the border in Ohio. 
Now, the uh, how far is uh, is uh, East Palestine from the Pennsylvania border? And what is the? I, I think I saw a fallout map that you had posted yesterday on Twitter. Uh, how far? And then what? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? And what sort of uh, fallout is coming into the state of Pennsylvania from the uh, site? So East Palestine is literally just over the border. It's about a mile separating us from them. Uh, the, the, the prevailing wind, sadly, this time of year comes out of Canada from the northwest to, to the southeast, which blew the plume uh, across the southwestern corner of Pennsylvania, western Maryland, into West Virginia and northern Virginia out west, uh, western part of uh, Virginia. Uh, the pe- people as far away as uh, Pittsburgh are telling me that they're, that they're having a reaction uh, to, to the uh, chloride agents in the, in the air. Uh, they create their irritants. Um, they were designed, this phosgene is a byproduct of the vinyl chloride that was burned off. I'd like to know who made that decision, by the way. There's still a little bit yeah. of contradiction. I think people are running from that decision now because it was a catastrophic one. And uh, I'm, I'm afraid that to say it looks like they may have uh, done the burn off because it was more expeditious to keep yeah. the line rather than caring about the, the well-being of the people. That's my opinion. Let's see if it's so next week in the hearing. Well, I I had actually heard from uh, someone who has uh, a major experience in the railroads, and and they just said that uh, probably the best bet is what they normally do, and and we won't spend too much time on this, is to keep the tanks cool with water. But they decided to burn it all off, Uh, and this is kind of unprecedented. And uh, let me ask you this, Doug. um, What sort of resources are the states able to bring to this? And and from what I can gather, it sounds like they're passing the buck in Washington, D.C., for instance, they're saying that FEMA shouldn't be involved because they uh, respond to other disasters like hurricane and natural disasters. I guess forgetting that the the federal emergency management uh, agency. Well, what do you, what is going on? What do you have, and what do you guys need? The idea that FEMA would not be part of this here defies reason and logic. They they, they respond to chemical leaks. They they respond to didn't they respond to the lead issue up in Michigan? I mean, are yeah. you kidding me? For so they're choosing not to respond to a seventy plus percent Republican area just makes you wonder. As far as the resources that Pennsylvania has, you know, unique to itself, we have the second largest National Guard, and I'd say the best National Guard in the nation. Yeah. Uh, we have water purification units that, that should have been mobilized and, and deployed to the area. Uh, assets, uh, medical personnel should be there. A decontamination team should be there. Uh, a state of emergency should have been declared, but it has not been declared to, to facilitate the movement of our troops. Uh, a, an emergency at the federal level should have been declared to free up the many millions of dollars that we're going to need in eastern Ohio, western Pennsylvania, to clean this, to clean this up and to help people. Uh, now, uh, uh, Doug... You have extensive uh, experience in the military. You have uh, a, a lot of knowledge with regard to, uh, uh, you know, Ukraine and whatnot. Um, but but it, uh, I would hope that this uh, will bring you a unique perspective, uh, unlike the uh, now governor of the state of Pennsylvania. Um, uh, how is your expertise, do you suppose, going to, uh, as a military leader, as somebody who's been on the ground in crisis situations, in life-threatening situations, how, do you, how are you bringing that to the fore uh, with regard to this spill uh, by by exercising my role as, as the chair of this committee thank god i have the training and that's one thing uh soldiers airmen marines and, and uh sailors uh, this we take for granted we're trained i'm i'm trained in, in the crisis action planning i'm trained in, in emergency operations uh and it, it, it all right applies it, it's, it's really not that hard but you do need the training because you have to be able to think broadly you know what kind of resources are available 
you know, domestically or in state, and what are outside, and what can we bring in here? Uh, it's very frustrating and hard for me to watch this this Keystone Cop approach coming out of Harrisburg by Josh Shapiro. And I just want to tell people, even if he was not my opponent uh, in the gubernatorial last year, I'd be saying the same thing about him. The guy has proven that he's in over his head. He's incompetent. He's dropped the ball. He made a brief statement. Uh, at the beginning of this, and then disappeared, ran away, went down to Arizona, and shucking it up with uh, Katie Hobbs in Arizona and with the governor of Kansas having a great time at, at the NFL Super Bowl. While there was a crisis in his state, he ran away from it, and we can't forget that he turned his back on the people. He, he's only talking about it now because we, I drew attention to it. I mean, we, we had his uh, leading staff came to my office a couple of days ago, Wow. Uh, we had a frank talk with them. I, I saw some circling in the wagons. I hope this doesn't become a political game. I want answers. I want action. I want results. Get the job done. Do your job, Shapiro. Stop playing games. Take it seriously. What's stopping him from mobilizing our National Guard and getting him on the ground there? It's, all, it's almost three weeks into the game now. Why? What's the delay? I want to know um, why uh, the we can come up with a lot of money to put up uh, illegals in hotel rooms in places like New York. We can come up with uh, airline flights to every illegal that come across the southern border. And that's five million people right now, and we can't afford we can't afford to take the people of East Palestine and put them up in hotels where they don't have to keep their receipts. The the governor of the state of Ohio says, "Oh, just drink the bottled water." Well, most of the people in East Palestine, I'm assuming there's probably a Dollar General there if you're lucky. Most of them can't afford to buy bottled water and then mike dewine says oh yeah the water is fine yesterday uh, i would be a little bit uh, uh suspicious uh, to be quite honest uh, not only uh locally but certainly nationally with regard to the response um what are you hearing from people doug you're you're uh, on the pennsylvania side are you on the pennsylvania side or are you on the ohio side you're still on the pennsylvania side and, and if you are what are you hearing from people yeah, so, and, and I talked to one lady from East Palestine, and she said they were told to evacuate just, just moments before they were going to explode the, 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 and create the plume. And she said, I had no idea where we were going. We had nowhere to go. And for five hours, they're kind of meandering around in their car trying to figure out where they're going. Why the heck, as you rightly said, we, we could, we could uh, go ahead and host an expensive top five-star hotel of illegals, but we can't find a place, a home for Pennsylvanians and Ohio's that are in the midst of the, the, the worst ecological crisis in this century you've got to be kidding me the priority of our government in harrisburg and washington dc is clearly not the people i just can't believe that they can't find room or a shelter i mean literally in chicago they're creating they're taking an old walmart and they're uh, outfitting it for illegals to be put up they couldn't take a gymnasium and put cots and whatnot away from east palestine they they sent people back to their homes literally this took place on february the third the government the federal government didn't have a response to it until the day before yesterday and then yesterday uh norfolk southern and the and the uh, the uh, the EPA would not attend a meeting at a gymnasium because they said that they were afraid for their lives. Are you out of your mind? No, this is sick. And they're running, but they can't hide. Uh, if if I can get the the, the paperwork together, I'll, I'll just might have to subpoena the CEO of uh, of North Fork uh, Southern. He needs to come and answer these questions. I mean, we're hearing, and I have video demonstrating that the train was actually on fire in western Pennsylvania. And apparently wow. the, the, the decision was made to try to, you know, run it down the track until you could find a place to pull over, not to disrupt the, the line of communication, the, the rail line. Are you kidding me? And obviously it didn't make it. Who made that decision? Who, who made the decision to, to create this, this burn? Was it Biden? Was it Buttigieg? 
Yeah. I, I, I want answers. And then why aren't we responding? They're still not responding. Yeah. Doug, you know, you are in Pennsylvania. And, and again, I mentioned that you had that fallout map and it's gone quite a way. How far into uh, Pennsylvania did this plume end up going and settling? And, and, and I, I had heard things like in Pittsburgh they were detecting it. I, I'd like to hear more. What do you, what do you know? I know you just got there, but what do, what do you know? Yeah, so the map is from the National Oceanic uh, Atmospheric Atmosphere, yeah. yeah, NOAA. And so it's not, not of my creation. But the problem with the map is it's depicting moments in time. So when the wind is blowing in the prevailing direction, we have that, that, that contamination zone from East Palestine into southwestern Pennsylvania. But then the wind shifted, and now it's blowing, it was blowing before today uh, from East Palestine, now up into the northwestern part of the state. Wow. And, uh, you know, obviously it's getting weaker and thinner, and there's less molecules in the air thanks to the rain. And then they had some snow out there uh, last night as well. Yeah. Uh, that's helpful as far as getting the contamination, you know, off of vehicles, off of uh, buildings, what have you. But then it intensifies the contamination in the water. Fluoride, the re- how it kills algae in your pools in the form of chlorine, uh, th- these molecules attach to living organisms. And so now they go into the water system and they're killing these fish. Raccoons are eating those fish and dying. I mean, it, it's wow. where are the environmentalists? Where are you? Doug, I had heard that there were no songbirds, there were no uh, migratory boards, there were no starlings, no sparrows and whatnot. Have you seen any of that? Yeah, birds literally were falling out of the sky. What? God bloom. I mean, it, it's so heartbreaking. People's pets, there's a guy that has a fox farm up there. You know, yeah. that's a thing now, raising foxes. And his foxes are all sick, uh, and the people's pets are going outside and dying. I mean, it's so heartbreaking, and the people in the area feel like they've been abandoned. Let me ask you this, Doug, because I think the most – we're going to weed this all out. We're all going to get to – and I know you're going to get to the bottom of the malfeasance, uh, presumably, here. But uh, what can – I mean, I don't know if you guys have a, a plan that how we can help. Uh, I know that I would like to be able to contribute. I'd like to be able to do something. I have done a, a lot of uh, caravans for uh, hurricane victims and all, all sorts of stuff. Do, do you have any inkling as to what, what Americans can do? We're a very generous people. We always give millions of dollars to GoFundMe and, and whatnot. Uh, do you have an idea what we can do right now or, or a place maybe we could go to, to channel our energy and our our, our our money when i come back uh, saturday night I'll, I'll let you know okay all right i want to see firsthand who's running these operations i, I imagine there's a church yep. out in east palestine or darlington pennsylvania that we can probably get this stuff to well, I, I want us to be able to help, and if that means getting a tractor trailer full of water, if that means whatever, I know that people are ready to go. Uh, I didn't steer people like immediately to the Red Cross because I've had some issues with the Red Cross and, and you know, whatnot, uh, but but I would like to know, and I'll stay in touch with you uh, via phone and text and, and, and figure it out as we get it going, but I'm just, I'm glad you're there, Doug. Uh, what would you... Uh, what would you say to the powers that be right now as far as what they need to do in Washington, D.C. and Pennsylvania to make sure that we are able to help out the people of East Palestine? This is no time for political games or worrying about whether you're going to be held accountable for your lackluster responses. Now it's time to do something. You can still save lives. You can still make a difference. Get up and get us the resources we need in western PA and in eastern Ohio to save lives, to get people out of there, to test the water, the air, uh, the ground, the soil, and uh, per, you know, be transparent about it. But do something now. Get off your butts in Harrisburg and Washington D.C. and do something. People need help. This is not a game. 
Yeah. Now, I also saw J.D. Vance yesterday. I saw a resident of East Palestine. They went out and she threw a rock into a creek near uh, her home, and it looked like a gasoline sheen. You had kind of alluded to that. You said, is that the chlorine? Is that from the uh, vinyl chlorine that was uh, released into the atmosphere, do you suppose? Do you have any idea? Have you heard? Yeah, that, that's from the, the uh, residue from something okay. chloride. There was there was different types of chloride altogether, gotcha. and they, when they burned it, it, it turned some of it into phosgene, which is a poisonous gas used by the Germans and developed Dear by God. the Germans in World War One, 1915, as a choking agent. So you put try to put your mask on, you get a little whiff of that, and, and you're choking into your mask, and you can't put your mask on, and then you would die either from choking out or next a, a blister agent would be, of course, mustard gas, which would blister your lungs and drown you. And so phosgene is the credit to with killing about 85%, 86% of all the soldiers on the Western Front. It's a big all deal. All right. Well, Doug, I'm glad that you are uh, in a position to be able to help with your experience, and uh, and I, I appreciate you talking to me. I know you're really busy, and uh, we just want to, uh, for as much as Democrats don't want to hear it, offer our thoughts and prayers, and whatever you guys need, I will certainly mobilize my na- national audience uh, because I know that people, are they want to help. They want to help, Doug. So thanks for joining me today, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rob, for drawing your attention to that. All right, brother. Take care of yourself. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. The SS Titanic is going down, and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's The Rob Carson Show. Uh, look, rail safety is something that, uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Um, I don't think, Pete Buttigieg, that they result in a clume of poisonous gas that uh, descends on a town, pollutes water, kills wildlife and fish and pets, and then uh, <clears throat> scatters in the wind into Pennsylvania. I'm just saying, I don't think that. I did, Hold on. Can I, I'm going to Google it real quick here. Hold on. Clickety, clickety, click, click, clickety, click, 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 Google, click, click, click. Hold on. I got to clear out my history. I looked up uh, when women are in their prime, because uh, Don Lemon uh, Googled that the other day and said that women are uh, not in their prime in their 50s. Hold on. Clickety, click, clickety, click, clickety, click. Other plumes of poisonous gas. Public. No, it doesn't happen. Doesn't happen very often. It would usually require a, a massive effort and, uh, and national interest by not only a FEMA, but uh, maybe the EPA with regard to helping people out in, uh, in places like East Palestine, Ohio. By the way, the White House explained uh, why it turned down Governor Mike DeWine's request for disaster relief uh, in the aftermath of the dere- derailment. It said here that uh, the official said that the Federal Emergency Management Agency, which is called the Federal Emergency Management Agency, <clears throat> that usually provides relief to communities hit by hurricanes and other natural disasters, isn't best equipped to support the state's current needs. So the official, apparently, uh, they, uh, they highlighted four agencies, the EPA, the CDC. Uh, they're making sure that everybody's been affected by the poisonous cloud. Have their vaccine. That's the most important thing because, you know, they might. Uh, well, it doesn't really prevent COVID. So never mind. Anyway, uh, the Department of Transportation and uh, Health and Her- Human Ser- Services. And uh, they apparently are actively uh, involved there. Here is the... Uh, the uh, rather feckless governor of the state of Ohio this morning on Newsmax. Look, when we're talking about drinking water, we've always felt, the experts have always told us that the wells of the village uh, would be good, but we wanted to make sure. So we went in, we actually tested, you know, the five 
five separate wells. That water all comes back good. So therefore, we've now told the people of the village, you can certainly, if you want to, can certainly drink uh, that that water. As okay. far as people who have their own individual wells, uh, we are testing their wells. So if they ask us to test the wells. We're... Are you making them sign a waiver so nobody's held responsible or liable? It's somebody to test that well when the results come back and we tell them what the results are. And so far, the results have been that every well that we have tested there, you know, has been has been. Good. All right. Well, well, I hope he's right. I did. I, I saw a, uh, a politician yesterday on Twitter. He was in uh, East Palestine. I guess there's a little Chinese restaurant there. And he's standing out in front of the Chinese restaurant with a with a, a cup you can't see through. It's a plastic. It's like a uh, a little styrofoam cup, you know, like when you go to a Chinese restaurant and you get like the, the a sweet and sour chicken. They'll put the uh, the red sauce in a little styrofoam cup, you know. And he says, oh, no, no, I got this water from in here right out of the tap. And I'm going to go ahead and drink it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like really? Really? Uh, okay, all right. This is uh, Michael Regan, apparently, from the EPA. Uh, Pete Buttigieg couldn't make it, even though he's the head of the Transportation Department. Uh, and Joe Biden couldn't make it, even though the night before last, uh, there was, uh, I think, ABC News was saying, oh, yeah, Joe Biden's going to do a flyover, and they're going to bring Pete Buttigieg. But they sent uh, Michael Regan of the EPA, and here's Michael Regan walking around East Palestine uh, with a reporter talking to him. How safe is it right here? The business owners want to know, the residents want to know, should they be breathing the air, should they be drinking the water? We have deployed the highest technologies for air quality monitoring. We've deployed a high-tech airplane. We've got a mobile van over here nearby. We have uh, stationary air monitors as well. Uh, We are not receiving any high levels of detection. Uh, I feel very confident that our technology is protecting public health and alerting people to what we have. Is there a way way that people can look at this, look this up, this information? We are making all of this data available. Please go to our website. As soon as we get the information, we're making it available. We want to be transparent. It's important that people know about the air they're breathing and the water they're drinking. Yeah, and and it's kind of funny because uh, they didn't say anything about it really until a couple of days ago, and it happened on February the third. So there is that. I mean, there's that that thing there, you know. And I, you know, there could be a lot of reasons why maybe the federal government is ignoring people in uh, East Palestine because they're seventy percent Trump uh, voters. But you know, I'm not going to speculate uh, on that. No, I already have actually. All right, so let's take a break. Come back. We got more on this and much more on the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. Real heroes. Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. Now, there's a place America gets its news. No agenda. Just the facts. Newsmax. Real news for real people. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.